Hello and welcome to the Classic Gamers Guild podcast. Today we are going to be talking about a really good game called Cathy Rain. Have you played Cathy Rain, Paul? I sure have, mate. It's funny you ask. Because I haven't. I only know it's good because everyone tells me so. But I have not played it yet because I know nothing about it except for the fact that it exists. So maybe you should try to convince me to play Cathy Rain. I'm 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 gonna you're you're gonna you're gonna be consider yourself convinced. Right. I I am um I that that is horrible so far. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I Kathy Rain looks great, and I, I really want to play it. I just, um, you know, you, you know me. I have motivational issues. Like I really want to play it, but really wanting to play something is not enough to get me to actually do that thing. So, as much as I can want to play Kathy Rain, and I own it, and it's on my list, and you know, you've been telling me to play it, I'm going to need a little bit more of a push than that. So, this is your time to convince me to play Kathy Rain before we get to actually officially talk about it on the show. Um, all right. Well, here's to me not talking you out of playing Kathy Rain. I think if I just leave it alone, we have a decent chance as it is. <laughs> um, if we leave it right now, I will spend the entire rest of my life wanting to play the game. <laughs> just needing your peers' approval to go forth and do it. If only he I, I need something. I need, I need a motivational boost. No, I, I'm your hype man. It's like Sunday, Sunday, Sunday over here. We're mm. gonna fucking, yeah. And I, and I, I think I think it's only fair because, um, uh, for those of you who don't know, we just released or are releasing, depending when I get around to it. I I am pretty lazy. Uh, we will be releasing a Patreon exclusive episode because I actually somehow managed to convince you to play Doki Doki Literature Club, and um, doesn't really fit into the classic gaming theme so we decided to release it as a patreon only exclusive that'll be coming up shortly but since you were so gracious as to play a game at my recommendation now is your turn to pay it forward onto me all right well i'm, I'm ready I, I'm, I'm finished convincing myself that i could convince you all right i, I, I process that you could uh, anyone listening could clearly hear my uh, lack of of grit in behind my voice there, but I think I've gathered it up. I'm convinced I can convince you. Okay. Have faith in me. Here we go. So so here are the here are the parameters of this episode. Number one, uh, no spoilers. Nothing that will ruin the experience. You have to convince me without ruining. Uh, you know, because spoilers will only encourage me not to play it anymore. That has happened quite a few times where just my desire to either play a game or uh, w watch a movie or show or read a book. Uh, once I know what's going to happen, I just don't really even care anymore. So don't spoil rule number one. Rule number two, uh, like I said, I have really wanted to actually play Kathy Rain, but for the purpose of this episode, I am sitting myself down, lying back in my chair and folding my arms and just being low, like, no, you're not going to convince me. So you better convince me. Kathy Rain dies at the end. Fuck! You son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding. Although now you know what? that she God doesn't. God damn it! Spoilers, Or does dude. she? Ah! <laughs> I just gave you a riddle, son. You got to work that out. 
I, uh, <laughs> now, now you're making me just not want to play it out of spite. There's a 99% chance she lives or dies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I'm not going to inquire further into the odds of that. Now, just explain to me, why would I like this game? I, I, I feel like I am a pretty good representative of the classic gaming community. I'm totally not. But we're going to pretend. I like to think that I am. Like the guy who represents everybody. I'm totally not. But if you can convince me, I'm sure you'll convince other people to play the game. He totally can't. Um, <laughs> yes, you, you're, the, you're the goddamn Canadian ambassador of these games. <laughs> there you go. I, I represent classic gaming Canada. Yes, you carry the nation on your shoulders, bro. All right. Um, so convince right, so... Canada to play Kathy Rain. <laughs> all right, Canada. Listen, you turn that hockey down for a second. I got something to say. Um, uh, did I do a racism? Can you do a racism on a nation? Let's move on. That's a dodgy subject. Back That's to Kathy Rain. <laughs> I endorse hockey and its players in watching. <laughs> so Kathy Rain, a detective is born is the official title, which is a better title than just Kathy Rain because it adds some sprinkle to the end. You know what I mean? A little dazzling. Yes. I, I actually was so not far. aware that there was a subtitle to it. I did not know that was what it was called. Uh, You're learning which, already. Yeah. Is, is that a spoiler? Is like the game about a detective being born? Yeah, it starts in the fetal stages of life. Um, it's a slow burner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll get serious. So so we, we were talking. I wanted uh, to see here. how they got pregnant. <laughs> Oh, that, that's, that's in the game, actually. I'll tease that later, very right. carefully, a carefully constructed teasing. Okay. But anyways, so we were talking off here about, about Sierra, Rick and I was, and we said these things. We were like, the, the quest series seems different. When I say quest, police quest, king's quest, all the quests, they seem a little different than, than the Laura Bows and the Gabriel Knights and the, the conquest of Longbow and Camelot. So, uh, and that being said, this game, it carries very much on the... the little darker side of Sierra, the, the Laura Bow Gabriel Knight's side. It follows a, a really similar path and it, it's the perfect little back scratcher for that nostalgia bit in your brain. Um, the back of your brain, I guess, because you need a back scratcher. Right. So it's it's got this cool uh, investigative uh, detective story, basically. So, I, so I'm not sure if you, uh, sorry to cut you off. I'm not sure if you happen to notice I did not laugh. Yeah, it was painful, mate. Painful. <laughs> I just grabbed my collar like Rodney Dangerfield and moved on. This this um, is the audience that you're working with right now. Yeah, no, it's a tough crowd. It really is. Yeah. Um, I, I thought, Canada is not impressed. <laughs> I thought I fluffed you enough off mic, mate. Jesus. <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, that was a that was a painful, chunky intro. Stick with me, though. I promise right. it gets better. So the game's got it's got. Okay, let me back up. It's, it's, a, it's a classic point-and-click game um, in that in which that you point and then click on things. Shit, man. I'm panicking. I can feel your well, eyes You're doing better now than you were before, that's for sure. <laughs> Maybe I can get you to play this game out of pity, if nothing else. <laughs> Christ. Um, all right, so, so the, what this game does awesomely, why I got to stop being weird about this like a sales pitch and just actually get into convincing you. You gotta play it. Do it. Um, okay. It's got gr great atmosphere. 
um i've really enjoyed the the background art it's it does awesome homage to pixel art you know lo-fi art of its era very detailed kathy rain it's kind of hot i mean god hand placed each pixel i'm just saying that, that, she, that is a plus one um you'll never see 23 pixels smashed together that looks so good <laughs> all right so um so let, let me guide you a little bit on this on what it might take to convince me so first of all and again spoiler free um what is it about what is the game what is I, there's rain <laughs> one would think that you would talk about what the game's about in trying to convince someone to play it yes all right good call right so here's what the game's about um it's, it's really cool it's got a mysterious kind of background um obviously you play as Kathy rain um you're going back to your hometown to the funeral of your grandfather. Um, so you, you wake up in your college dorm, you find out this horrible news about your grandfather. Um, you go back home to his funeral and then you go for a, a little chat with your nan afterwards, her, her, her uh, his wife, right? Yeah. And that would make sense. She, with, <laughs> yeah, you know, old fashioned people. Um, what's cool about this game is, is that the, the mystery when it's first told uh, the reason kathy starts investigating to begin with is is a really small kind of question that's asked um it's a, it's like a it's a curious kind of thing something you want to actually investigate but it's kind of like an average problem an average thing to investigate it's it's not this huge like you know we found alien footprints in our backyard it's just a real subtle like hmm that's kind of weird about grandpa i should look into that a little and so it's, it doesn't kind of knock you off your socks like, oh, my God, you know, somebody in the room has been murdered. It's a real subtle sort of situation. And it just snowballs and cascades into a deeper and deeper rabbit hole uh, to where just the, the mystery really thickens, in other words. So it's, it's got an awesome pacing because it, it kind of settles you into the game. It, it raises a question that's not too absurd. It's a very realistic, curious problem. And just every time you take a step forward, this game tends to ask more questions before it starts answering any of them okay that was a good sentence you that was that? yes sweet all right i wrote that one down too and then i wrote <laughs> down the word blue cocktail next to that i have no idea what that means autocorrect I... wow yeah is that a clue uh, yeah, yeah exactly fitting in the theme here <laughs> now i gotta look up um, blue cocktail and fall into that rabbit hole i know i hope it's not something horrible Hmm. All right. Well, let's, I'll leave some space for editing in case it was something horrible. <laughs> Go. Um, <laughs> so the other thing this game does, it does a lot of things really well. The, the artwork's amazing. The atmosphere is amazing. Your desire to find out the things that Kathy's trying to find out is what makes it great. Because mm. that's, that's the part that gets me engrossed in the game. Like when she hears something that she's curious to investigate, I... I immediately wanted to know the answer to. So it's like a hard game to walk away from because it, you know, it keeps you genuinely curious about what's around each turn. And the way the story develops um, and kind of narrates itself throughout different characters and weaves them all together is really masterfully done. I mean, it's, it's basically a really strong story and then mm -hmm. everything else, all they had to do was kind of not mess up everything else, like the artwork, etc. Right. Um, if there's one thing I actually do know about Kathy Rain is I did see some screenshots, and that based on that alone, I pretty much bought the game. Um, 
I don't even think I bought it on sale. I think I just was like, oh, that looks really cool. And I bought it because it, it looks gorgeous. It does look beautiful. I, I know that much. I've only seen like a handful of screens, whatever um, was put up on some. I, I don't even remember where I first saw it. But, you know, uh, just looking at it, it looks amazing. So pretty much don't even need to convince me any further on that part because that's kind of the selling point as to why I literally bought the game. Um, but I guess um, as we've discussed before, we I, I am more of a Sierra fan than a LucasArts fan, but just barely. Like I, I love LucasArts games. They're some of my favorite games of all time. So are some Sierra games. It's very... I, I can't really live with out one or the other so keeping in mind that you that this isn't going to be a deal breaker or anything like that uh would you compare kathy rain to be more in the style of sierra or more in the style of lucas arts that's a, that's a great question mate yeah as you know i have the same stance as you or it might tilt a little more on sierra but i love them both the same um plenty of experience with them the same so i, I can say i think i don't I wouldn't say it leans heavily to one side, but it definitely is more of a Sierra title to yeah. me. Or, or um, is there, you know, obviously there's a third option. Is it just sort of its own thing? Like, does it not actually feel derivative of either style? Is it its own thing? Like, is it, is it reminiscent of either of the two or does it just sort of like, is it just itself? Uh, you know, that, I'm going to say that, that it reminds me more of Sierra than itself or LucasArts, um, but not to obviously take away from the game. It's 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 its own thing. It stands on its own. We're all snowflakes, etc. Because, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I don't want to take that away from it. It could stand on its own. And I guess of in course, reality yeah, it does yeah. since those companies don't exist anymore. But I would still say even over that, it, it reminds me specifically of a Sierra game. Okay. And I think that that's really, really cool speaking for myself, knowing that, that it will influence you as well, cheeky, uh, because <laughs> I, I've, I think we both noticed a lot of the uh, throwback indie adventure titles, especially in Pixel and things like that, that have come out, not all, but I think the majority have been a little bit more of a LucasArts remake than a Sierra remake. Mm. Um, that's just my opinion, general observation. Sometimes, you know, the Sierra remakes would be like Phil or Julia's games where they're, they're proper passes. God, love them. Um, they're so awesome. But um, yeah. but, but when you see like, you know... That, that uh, would be, the, uh, sorry, just, just for those listening, that would be uh, The Crimson Diamond by Julia Minamata and Cascadia Quest by Phil Fortier. Yes, exactly. And uh, Snail Trek too. Check that out by Phil. Right, yes, but, Snail Trek. But, um... It's, it reminds me of a Sierra game, and, and, and I love that because I think a lot of the more recent games, besides the aforementioned, it, it have been more in the, Sierra, the LucasArts style. Um, people have been more apt to, to remake Monkey Island-style games than, than Sierra SCI-style games, in my opinion. Um, so I, I think it was like a really welcome addition in this market to have something that, that's pure Sierra. In other words, the game, it doesn't do anything new. And that's okay. Like it's it, it's nice right. to see an old an old formula just knocked out of the park instead of trying to reinvent itself or be some gimmicky standout, which are sometimes great. And ironically, this developer's next game, Whispers of a Machine, has some gimmicks that are amazing, the good kind of gimmicks. So this they, right. they did do that, but but in stark contrast to their other their newer title, this is just like a classic point and click game, you know, which is why I say Sierra. Um, it doesn't really muck about. It's, it's got a few little subtle sort of ha-ha jokes like Sierra, but it doesn't try and be actually funny like uh, Lucas. Right. Um, and it, yeah, it's just like a pure hard-boiled, you know, adv um, 
adventure investigative uh, detective game. I switch words because that one's easier. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, I know you haven't played this game yet. I, I don't believe maybe you have, um, but it reminds me a lot specifically of Gabriel Knight. Um, it reminds me of the Laura Bows as well, but you know, Colonel's Bequest was a parser game, whereas uh, Armand Rob was kind of a very bright daytime lit sort of game. Um, so this one reminds me visually of, of Gabriel and storytelling wise of, of Gabriel Knight, just a cool, like, you know, case falls on your lap sort of thing. Mm. But if you like, you, you are Bow, correct you that I have not played Gabriel Knight yet, which I, is one of my great shames as a Sierra fan. And as uh, somebody who is kind of supposed to be um, pretty uh, well-versed in uh, a lot of these uh, classic games of which Gabriel Knight is one of the classics among classics. Uh, so yeah, we're going to um, ignore that fact for a minute and not really sell me too heavily on the Gabriel Knight and draw attention to the fact that I have not actually played that one yet. See, and here's a fun fact for everyone. Um, I knew that he did not, but I threw in the, or maybe you have just in case you wanted an out. <laughs> no, See, I'm, I, I'm nothing if he's not an honest man. Yeah, I, I'm nothing if not honest to a fault. Um, <laughs> I just don't necessarily always volunteer information, but in this case, uh, I know that if I give you any room to do so, you will continue to sell me on the similarities to Gabriel Knight, which are just going to go right over my head. Yes, good point. Well, let's. I'll switch back to to Laura Bow since, since you're well familiar with them. Yes, and and like them very much. It, it, it's you you can't like Laura Bow and, and not like Kathy Rain. And it's not even because of the female protagonist who's great um, in the game. In other words, it's not because they're both female detective games. Like you automatically like them. It's it's just it's definitely in that love letter sort of genre of, of game where, where these creators clearly were in love with the Laura Bow games mm -hmm. um to, to come up with a with a op more open world sort of investigation that involves traveling um has a nice fast travel mechanic too on the motorcycle oh cool but but um yeah i mean it, i think its strongest point is is how it is the uh quite on paper almost average like what, that was a terrible sentence to convince someone it, <laughs> <laughs> it's its strongest point is its traditional laurels is, right. is how it, it it just tries to do something that's been done before just really fucking well yeah and it does so if you just like you know you can't really scratch that itch sometimes of like man well, i just I, I would you know sometimes that's what you want or what i want sometimes i just sort of like you know uh I, as you know sometimes i do just prefer simplicity over complexity sometimes i just have that like well give if you're going to if, if you're going to appeal to my sensibilities as a classic gamer, then give me a classic. Like, don't... I'm not saying don't, but I'm. it's not necessarily going to scratch the itch if you're going to be like, oh, look at all the stuff that we do different. Sometimes I do just want something that's just very... Here's simple. Here's simple and good, right? Right, exactly, yeah. And it's it's really scratches that, that itch mm -hmm. of just... It's and comfortable. Again, just... To, so as not to miscommunicate to our audience, I am fully in favor of doing things differently and trying new things and taking risks. I love risk, but at the same time, sometimes, sometimes when you want a game to revive 
that experience. Sometimes you just want a game that revives that experience. Exactly. It's it's like a you know a constant, an anchor. It's mm-hmm. it's like this nice familiarity where like you said i i love when they try new things and like this very developer went on to do and 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 happened to have nailed it as well but but like you said nothing really you know it's, it's it's its own thing sometimes we do just want something you know safe and comfortable and familiar and and it does have that comfort food sort of vibe like a warm blanket mm, and yes a lot of bread or something um okay <laughs> i i, I Paul's really like comfort bread, but, food um, is bread <laughs> just a bread very dry bread. from the days he um, was a little pauper child <laughs> when he was a street urchin <laughs> selling papers on the corner <laughs> uh, I still got bruises from where them suspenders laid on me <laughs> from his oh, newsy great. days <laughs> pauper <laughs> that's meant. Um, but the other thing that the, the game has an awesome third act and, and I know this is spoiler territory so I'm going to stay vague and kind of short on this without saying anything to give it away but but the game takes not an unexpected turn it, it's not an M. Night Shyamalan twist <laughs> uh, <laughs> I bit my tongue I think during that <laughs> Anyway, so I'm not, I'm not trying to, to I'm not trying to overhype the ending by making it sound like it's this grand twist or whatever. It's it's not. It's more this like decay. Uh, rabbit hole is the best word. You're just so deep in the rabbit hole that it even affects the the environments of the game, the oh. artistic direction. Everything gets gets darker. Everything gets really interesting. Um, and that was a pleasant surprise because it wasn't necessary, but it was welcome. Like they they could have gone either way. I was already happy with it to you know just just be what it was but it does have this cool you know imaginatory sort of twist that goes on that's quite fascinating uh so yes i'll close with the strongest point i can really make that the the game builds a world really well um like like from the atmosphere um with the sound effects are amazing The, the the score was done great and all but the sound effects are awesome like so many scenes there's this slow relaxing but relentless rain playing right um, it's, you know, so Kathy Rain's not just a clever name, but but the, there's something about that rain that just like it, it really puts you puts you in that mood, puts you in that kind of genre. Um, it creates a very distinct mood when you're hearing that rain. You definitely feel like you're Kathy Rain. And another, this is a pointless thing to add, but I have to say because I just remembered, she sm- I'm an ex-smoker of cigarettes, and she smokes so many cigarettes in this game. It's fucking hard to watch. It's more like she smokes more <laughs> than like a Tarantino film. Like, I mean, itching my chest like Tyrone Biggums, like wanting some crack. It was hard to get through in that that regard. Um, but anyway, so it, it builds the world. It does awesome character development. Um, it, not only with Kathy, but with everyone else in the game, and. It's they handle the there's a lot of people in the game and in the story and they handle that like the Simpsons with grace and fluidity. <laughs> like, you know, the Simpsons have such a massive universe and, and they handle that well. Like Kathy Rain handles having a lot of people really well. You get just enough character development on everyone to care or, or to get in, to predict what you're going to get from them. Um, and it's kind of cool, too, because, like I said, the, the investigation itself is an unraveling situation. Um, so it's, it slowly unravels and kind of encroaches a lot of the town, like the whole town you're in. So it, it becomes important that, you, that it gets through the characters well um, and 
builds them well. So yeah, I think I think that's my my basic sales pitch. All right. I think. I think. Do you have do you have any any questions or any objective? Uh, a word there. Um. <laughs> it sounds good. Um, it definitely, you know, like, like I said, I, I went into this already being pretty well convinced I should play it. Is there any reason why I should play it, like, right effing now? Yes, because we've done this episode, and now people got to hear what you thought about it. <laughs> Damn, that's a good point. Wow. <laughs> got okay. you in the corner, mate. Yeah. I guess, I guess people are going to want to follow up on this soon. Yeah, Exactly. Gonna want to hear your thoughts, and so now you're you're binded in contract. All right. Well, I, I'm not gonna set a timeline on that because even if I do play a game, that's like how how long is the game typically? Um, I'd say without a walkthrough, it's probably five hours. Okay, so it'll take me about a month. Yeah, because because <laughs> yeah. that's how yeah that's how good I am at these games. Five hours? All right. That, that'll take me about a month. Uh, well, I forgot who I'm talking to because you, you know I'm just as shit as you are. So maybe seven. Because a lot of times I'll, it'll, a game might take me like seven and I'll say five for the average player. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're on my level, as I know you are, yeah, maybe, maybe as much as seven. I'm, I'm not sure. That might be a stretch. But yeah, uh, five or so, so hours. Um, one other thing I, oh, I'll say too, speaking of uh, walkthroughs, is that the one of the greatest parts of this game that I forgot to mention is the puzzles because they're fucking achievable. They are so doable. And, and I, I think they, they did an awesome job of hitting that sweet spot and, and I'm not giving grief to any games. Cause honestly, I would have no idea how to make a puzzle that hits that sweet spot where you can't fix it right away, but it's not infuriating. Right. Um, I, I feel like if I designed puzzles, they'd all either be too easy or impossible. Probably too easy, though. Like, that, that's, to me, almost what the more impressive. Like, how, how do you make a puzzle that's not too easy, not too blatant, without being just bananas? Um, so, But these puzzles are cool. Like, they, if you want to solve it, you, you can. And it might take, like, 20 minutes. I don't, I don't hate to put a time on it because I don't know. But, you know, it takes some good thinking and some swings and misses. Um, but that was the coolest part of this game was I didn't feel the need to get a walkthrough. Like one, I think I did the first puzzle myself and then I was like, all right, you know what? Let's, let's see this through. We're going to do this game. Your fucking self. Don't be a wank. And, and I was actually able to, and you know, I'm shit at these games as well. So that says a lot. All right. That, that is pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, I, I am curious now, uh, especially when you say that the, uh, the puzzles are so well balanced. I, um, I, I'm not entirely sure if i've really seen a well-balanced puzzle because like you said a lot of these games they uh, they sort of have either blatantly easy uh, solutions or it's just like there's no way you can figure it out one of my pet peeves in video games especially adventure games is when uh, a puzzle solution is either so easy that it's obvious or uh if it's if it is actually fairly rewarding enough, if, if if it's balanced enough that you feel very much like you achieve something by figuring it out, you kind of feel proud of figuring it mm -hmm. out either one of those situations. And then the game just tells you what the solution is basically. Yeah. Right. So right. number one, if it was already so easy that I'm kind of like, Oh, that that's easy and obvious. And then the game further feels the need to explain it to me. 
that really pisses me off. And then almost as much, if not about it, like exactly the same is when it's like, um, here's a puzzle. Oh, Ooh, I know this. I know this. I figured it out. And then they're like, and here's how you solve it. <laughs> and you know, right. Right. So, uh, it, it's cool. That, that's actually a really good thing to know is that the puzzles are actually really, uh, well balanced that way. Cause that's, um, that's something I see very rarely in games generally. Uh, it, it, it's it's funny that adventure games are known for having just sh- kind of, not shit puzzles, but just you know really hard puzzles, questionable puzzles, etc. That we often don't talk about them. We talk about the story, gameplay, art, etc. And um, and so it just goes to show how how puzzles are are usually kind of like baggage mm-hmm. in these games. Um, because you're right. Like that's I'm like, why didn't I think about the puzzles before? I'm like, we don't really talk about puzzles because you're usually paying the dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they're just yeah. like they, 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 yeah they'll just uh oh we did a puzzle here and they'll throw in one of those like uh sliding block picture puzzles like here do, uh, play, play with that for an hour <laughs> yeah yeah those things aka the worst happy meal toys ever when you get that like, <laughs> fucking plastic brick thing i hate them uh <laughs> But no, you're right. It's 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 such a sweet it's such a sweet spot. That pocket of like you know, they they did a good job. You hit the nail on the head when you said you could actually feel proud of yourself. Like okay, I think good. this game and and maybe Thimbleweed were probably the like two of the only games I can think of where the puzzles were like actually fun from somebody who kind of hates puzzles. Like you know. Mm. You get just hooked enough to want to see it through, and then when you actually do see it through, like, oh my god, I fucking did a puzzle, mate! I did one. <laughs> I didn't go to Game Facts once. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just hated when a game sort of like, uh, oh yeah, we've been going on about story for a while here. Play with this Rubik's cube, and right. say, okay, well, right. <laughs> so just just keep yourself busy for a while. We gotta, we we just need to think about the story for a bit. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, there's nothing worse than uh, lazy puzzles. Actually, to to build on what you're saying, uh, um, th- this game doesn't do in a good way. Is uh, I hate when adventure games, and I, sometimes it's it's okay, but when they overdo puzzles in spots like on a door, where it's like you you can't go anywhere until this puzzle's solved. Um, I I like when when you have to kind of figure out what the puzzle is. You know what I mean? Like as opposed yeah. to just walk, walking into it, like oh, and now we to get further, we got to do this thing. Um, I, I like when it's kind of like, okay, well, what do I do next? And actually makes you look at your inventory and, and think about the story and the goals and what you need to accomplish next, and then be like, oh, well, let's hop on the computer, and then bam, oh, I got this or that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing too, that these puzzles in this game are actually really well fun. Um, there's one puzzle uh, I won't give anything away, but just to describe it, there's a puzzle that involves um, a uh, like an IT guy, a floppy disk, and using your computer and a scanner, and it's just yeah. kind of cool. Like like going through mechanics, like you know, inserting a floppy disk, you hack a computer, um, you scan in audio and chop it up. I mean, it's actually like fun puzzles, which which is well, I'm cool. not sure I could say that about any other game without really thinking about it. Okay, not you know, cool. Well, that that definitely uh, pushes me a little bit more to uh, get motivated to play it. Is there anything else that you would like to um, uh, sell me on on this game? I'd like to sell to the audience the idea that you should spam Rick with hate mail until he plays it. Yes. By the way, we have an email address now. It's mail at classicgamersguild.com. 
because we're actually working on a website. Um, it is uh, currently undefined as to exactly what purpose it's going to serve. <laughs> but I will let you know. Sorry, I have a bit of a cough. It's kind of one of the reasons why we didn't record this earlier. But um, but uh, one thing that is working is that we have an email address, mail at classicgamersguild.com. Uh, send me your hate mail. Well, you know, it just occurred to me that a lot of people listen to this ep- uh, to these episodes just on like the... Uh, uh, what do you call it? embedded players on Twitter, uh, what have you? I don't think people read the actual. I don't think they even get the opportunity to read the little write up where I actually give links to promote the show and what we do. So, uh, I, I, as much as I really try to avoid because you know I, I want this podcast to be enjoyable to the listeners, I try to avoid doing the whole call to action thing of like the like, comment, and subscribe kind of things. But every now and then I feel like I should just kind of let people be aware that we are a Facebook group. Uh, you can look us up, the Classic Gamers Guild on Facebook. Uh, we have a page, we have a group. Um, Twitter, where a lot of you are probably actually listening to this right now, so you probably don't need it. But if you want to follow us on Twitter and you aren't already, we're at the CG Guild. Um, Give us a follow. Yeah, we're on Patreon. Uh, if you want to just uh, you know, throw, a, throw something in the tip jar. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna push that too hard on you because we're not doing this for the money. But if you want to support us, you know the money goes towards paying for a hosting website and that sort of thing. Uh, none of it goes towards the uh, the hookers and blow that I dreamed of when I started this. Does <laughs> um, yeah. not buy pornography. <laughs> so yeah, so um, I think that settles that. I'm probably not going to bring that up for the next little while because like I said, I try not to be too imposing or in your face about all our self-promotion because uh, I'd rather what what's most important is that you enjoy the show and that we keep bringing you back one way or another. Uh, but that that's, that's the info. That's how you, that's how you get a hold of us. Buy Kathy rain and play it. <laughs> See if you can play it before I do. This is now <laughs> a, a challenge I'm throwing down. That's race me on this. Play Kathy rain before I do. Uh, and if you do, um, you can, uh, I don't know, rub it in my face. Send, send me hate mail and brag that you finished Kathy rain before I did. You will know that I finished Kathy rain because we'll put an episode about Kathy rain as soon as I do. Yes. And meanwhile, I will work on how to wrap these episodes up better myself. Yeah, me too. I, we, this episode ended like so long ago and we're still going. (laughs) Um, but, uh, I mean, like I said, I, I'm not going to push the Patreon too much, too hard onto everybody, but I, we do we are hoping to every once in a while put on exclusive episodes uh because people who do donate to us deserve something in return as a little uh show of gratitude uh, as i mentioned earlier in this episode we are going to be putting out an episode um on doki doki literature club that we recorded uh pretty shortly after we did our last week's episode about uh breaking the fourth wall and um, those two may or may not be connected to each other. But you are going to want to play Doki Doki Literature Club before you listen to that episode. If you are going to listen to it at all, because you would have to give us money in order to do so. Anyways, that's all I was going to say about that. Paul, um, maybe you can just put me out of my misery right now. Yes. Um, listen, everyone, don't do murder.
Hooray!